Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one sad, symbolic moment at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Ferguson. I mean, it starts with a sad, sad, symbolic moment, the flag. This, this, uh, We're talking about Minute 77 today, which starts with uh, the flag from yesterday continuing to fall out of the sky and land in front of Aragorn and ends with... Aragorn looking up uh, just after we hear Gimli say, you'd find more cheer in a graveyard. Yes. You will notice that we do not have a guest today. If this happens again, I'm considering this movie cursed. Three times. Yeah, rule of three. If it happens again, hashtag cursed. This minute opens with uh, the flag with the flag continuing to fall. Lands in front of Aragorn. He looks at it like, where the hell did that come from? Mm-hmm. Which I didn't mention this yesterday. Uh, by the way, the the shot of the flag blowing away is not a visual effect shot. They just let an actual flag go in the wind, which is cool. I mean, it looks very windy, so that makes yeah. sense. It's cool that it just happened to it landed just so, or like took off just so. Yeah, it, it took off so so perfectly. And when choosing the screen grabs for yesterday's episode, uh, oh, there, are we peeking behind the curtain? There were four very nice stills. You could see the flag's progression across the sky. Oh, nice. And then the last still, it's just gone because it just falls straight behind the building. (laughs) It was like a flip book. Nice. So there isn't really a whole lot to talk about in this minute, I feel. Um, I don't think that shot of the huts on the hill looks very good. Yeah, during the, the helicopter shot. I think it... It looks better when we're looking at it straight on instead of at this angle that mm. it's at. And at a slightly further distance. The rest of the helicopter shot is gorgeous. Um, mm. but the, Beautiful scenery. Yeah, the CGI-ness of the the, the huts detracts mm. from it for me. I, I think part of what makes them stick out is the slope of the hill. Mm. They look a little flat. Yeah, the shading is um, off mm. a little. And we don't look... We don't... You don't really linger on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, analyzing it minute by minute, you're going to notice things that you probably wouldn't have noticed before. Right. Even even half a second can seem like it takes forever, depending on context. Yes. Uh, I... But the top of the hill looks nice. Yes. I like the, the shot we get of Edoras mm. and Medusild. I guess they, they filmed that helicopter shot while they were still constructing the set. So the stuff at top is digitally filled in, but... It passes. It passes right. really well. Yeah, CGI works best when you're enhancing a thing that's already there instead of yeah. crafting it out of nothing. Right, and they like painted out cranes and, and right. dump trucks right. and stuff. And they went. They they filmed this helicopter shot during construction because it's a very windy place, and it just happened to be a calm day. And Peter Jackson was just like, "I'm getting this footage now." <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna get this. So we're doing it right now. Makes sense. After losing that formation of rocks, he was probably pretty <laughs> gung-ho about doing whatever he could as soon as he found things. <laughs> he probably didn't lose that rock formation. They probably went to try to find it again and just 
didn't think anything they were looking at was it. What do you mean? Like, they would probably went back to the general area where they were, and everyone was like, what happened to that rock formation? And because it all looks the same, because it's all rocks, they were probably just like, we can't find it, but they were probably right on top of it and had no idea. But that's losing it, right? That's the same as losing it? Like, I mean, I guess. You, you but there's a difference it. between like the remote being under the couch and you can't find it, and the remote being on the table and you don't see it. That's the same thing. No, it's not. It's just different stages of, like, you still don't know where it is, even though it's right in front of you. You still can't identify immediately where it is, therefore it is lost. <laughs> it is lost forever. <laughs> I wonder if anyone found it after they were done filming. Schrodinger's rock formation? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe they couldn't find it because they were standing on top of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's all about perspective, dudes. Speaking of of, well, not really speaking of um, bad at segues. Um, Gimli has no tact. As we continue to say, yeah. Uh, what are you, what? That's so rude, Gimli. There, okay, there isn't a lot going on here. Um, they, they, Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli and Gandalf, uh, they all ride in. That's like almost a tongue twister. What? Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas and Gandalf. You say it fast enough. There's a lot of G sounds buried in there. Yeah, but they're hard G's, so they all stick out. Mm. Um, so they ride in, and they're met with a lot of hard stares from some peasants, and then... One of these guys is standing like the like freaking Captain Morgan on the rum bottle in the background. <laughs> he's got like his foot up on something, and he's just staring at him. And in contrast to Eowyn's sense of, of isolation and like hopelessness... Um, these, these peasants look pretty desolate. Uh, mm. They're all in dark colors and they're all kind of dirty and just chilling. Yeah. And I mean, it makes... It's interesting to me how it kind of juxtaposes with Eowyn's feeling of, of being alone and isolated. And this is them being othered, which is a different kind of isolation. And we see these two, these two moments like back to back. Hmm. You mean our, our travelers? Yeah. Okay. We see our travelers being like othered and right before that Eowyn being isolated. Right. I don't know why she... Well, I guess that's tomorrow. When you stared Vigo Mortensen? No, I mean, <laughs> like she just like vanishes, but that's tomorrow. And yes, yes, I would stare at Vigo Mortensen. What do you think I've been doing for the past, like... Movie and a half? Almost 300 episodes. Dude, are you just now catching on? <laughs> Staring at two of our four travelers. Uh, you know, whatever. They're pretty. Yeah, Eowyn is just standing, like, just staring. She's just, just gawking at these four people that, that are... That are here. Mm -hmm. I bet she's the one that was just like stepped back inside and was just like, oh, guys, somebody, there are some people outside. They appear to be armed and they are on horses. Why would she warn? She'll probably tell Theoden. She knows Theoden's not going to do anything. She literally just had a scene with him. It's like, will you do nothing? Yeah, but I mean, we talked about how Eowyn still feels like she has to like fulfill a duty to, yeah, to that's Rohan. True. All she can do is tell somebody. Um, 
when we recorded this initially, you were talking about the flag a little more. Um, and I liked the point that you brought up about how when we see the flag on the ground, it's upside down. Yeah, the which is a, like an international symbol of distress. Yeah. So, like, our travelers roll up uh, expecting it, but then there's, like, a literal, like, hey, there's trouble here. We need some help. Yeah, seeing an upside-down flag, it's a bad sign. Yeah. To, like, and it's not, it, they're not flying it upside-down, but it's symbolic. Yeah, because it's framed. We're looking at that flag upside-down. Yeah. And it's a pretty flag, and I, I'm sure, just like all the banners in the hall, it was hand-stitched. Is it that is that the flag of Rohan or is that the banner of the king? I thought the the flag of Rohan. Had the like flag of Rohan sunburst. has the sunburst on it. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I think the the flag of Rohan is the is a sol- is a more solid color flag with the like the trim and the sunburst. Hmm. I believe. And or is that the the flag of the king, the symbol of the king? Well, the sunburst is the symbol that's on the hall. Right. It's at that's the peak. why I'm saying is it. Is that the symbol of the king? Or is, mm. like, this horse banner the symbol of the king? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the the flag of Gondor is the tree. Right. But, like, wouldn't the king have his own... Like, personal symbol? Personal set of, of banners? Yeah, I think... I think one of the previous sort of Gondorian banners for the king was a, was a swan. Which is... And, like, the swan is also a symbol of Gondor. That's why... Aragorn's crown has wings. Oh. I thought it was just for the aesthetic. No, like the swan swan imagery is also associated with Gondor. Okay. Because the swan is a is a proud, pure, transformative bird. Wasn't there like yeah, but they're mean. And they're loud and stinky. Yeah, but they're pretty. Yeah, I guess. People think swans are pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't there giant swans in in the Silmarillion? I feel like we we read that recently. Well, there were swans pulled boats. Right, right, right. Yeah, but how swan big? Boats. They, like how big were these swans? Big enough to pull boats. Like boats with hundreds of elves on them. Well, or or were they normal sized swans pulling hundreds of boats or thousands of boats? I don't know. It it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, elves must weigh like five grams because they're able to walk <laughs> on snow. snow. They just weigh nothing. <laughs> right? Legolas ought to be blowing away in this stiff breeze. He's really holding on to that horse. That's why That's why Gimli's riding with him. Because the horse like, can because, take the weight of two because Legolas weighs like half a pound. And Gimli weighs, you know, as much as a man and a half because he's a dwarf. They're dense. Plus all the armor. Yeah. Because dwarves are made of clay and stone and brought to life. Aren't they just made of flesh? I mean, I guess, but like the like the origin story thing is like they're they're sculpted. They're not like the right, but like and then he brought them to life. I mean, like in in Judeo Christian mythology, people are sculpted, but I'm not literally made of like a rib and clay. <laughs> Gimli's not literally like a, a sack of sand. Like <laughs> I was just making a reference. <laughs> I'm not going to put Gimli in front of my windows in hurricane season. Like, he's not. <laughs> no, a, he can live in the garden. He's not a sand. Oh, he's not a gnome. He's a proud dwarf. How dare you? But anyway, yeah, Gimli sucks in this minute. He's just like. Have some. Have he's some looking tact. at all these peasants and he's just like. Pff. 
peasants. Why are they all so sad? <laughs> wow. This place sucks. Right? It's just like you walk into a restaurant and you say loud enough for the waiter to hear you like, man, this place is a crapshoot. <laughs> You'd find more cheer in a graveyard. Like. I'm surprised someone isn't like, hey, you shut the hell up. Do, do dwarves even bury their dead in graveyards or are they like entombed in the mountain? Well, given that Balin had a tomb. Right. There's a difference between a tomb and a graveyard. I, uh... Is this another anachronism? I think it is another anachronism. Am I saying that I, word wrong? <laughs> I always thought it was anachronism. Maybe. I don't know. This is what happens when I read too much and I don't know how to say the thing. But, anyway, continue. I, I mean, I always thought... I guess I always thought that you would stress the... Because it's anachronistic. I thought it was anachronistic. I always thought you would stress the second syllable the way that you do in the word anarchy. I don't know. Because it's not anarchy. It's anarchy. English is hard, you guys. Right? We don't have accents. If it was a Spanish word, I'd know how to pronounce it. (laughs) No, it's not that we don't have accents. It's that English has like 50 accents. No, I mean like the literal punctuation mark of an accent to tell you what the, the, the stress of the syllable is. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I guess... I mean, I always thought the stress was on the I second syllable. I know we have accents. Yeah. There's like five different accents in this movie. I know. Get down. <laughs> 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 that makes me laugh every time. Just just imagining Sean Astin shouting, get down, like he's from Texas. <laughs> it's really funny. But yeah, I, I, I always thought it was anachronistic. Oh, well, anyway. Either Regardless. Way, I mean, I was wrong about the word hegemony, so... I always thought it was hegemony. Yeah. I could be wrong here, too. I mean, I'm not the English major. I read good. I don't speak good. (laughs) What am I doing on this podcast? (laughs) Whose idea was this? (laughs) Mine. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do we have any other notes? I mean, we continue our our very... I'm going to say this every time. We continue our very long tradition of Viggo Mortensen's confused faces. I figure, like... Just as this minute ends, he's looking up, confused. Well, yeah, because the pretty lady disappeared. But, spoilers. That pretty lady was staring at me. Where'd that pretty lady go? (laughs) That makes him sound like a dumb teenager. (laughs) Hang on a second. Where'd the pretty lady go? (laughs) Right? Like, where are your priorities, Aragorn? Obviously, she's part of the royalty here. She's dressed like... Right. She's immaculate, and she's standing on the front steps of the hall, so clearly... And, and she's the only blonde around. There's some blondes among the peasantry. Well, not that many. Most we literally of them are... saw a bunch of blonde peasants, like, however long ago that was. Yeah, and the village was being burned down. Yeah. Mm. But, but, like, she's wearing white, and all these peasants are wearing black. Right. She's rich. Maybe that's more proof that Grimma is of the peasantry. Or he's just an evil son of a bitch. Well, I mean, he's wearing the same color as the peasantry. I don't... You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a thing that yeah. someone might yeah. make as a visual choice in a movie. He's he's a total, like, ambitious dude. Why would he associate with his, his um, roots if all he's after is more and more power? But the flip side of, like, that sort of question is if he's all about more and more power... And didn't want to be associated with them. He would wear a different color. 
Or he's evil. Or he's evil. <laughs> Something I had never thought about, and I just learned this recently, is that there's uh, there's some amount of some amount of the fandom and the people who oh god who talk about Lord of the Rings and like read the books and stuff. People okay. who are into the into the greater mythos think that perhaps Wormtongue has some uh, wild men blood, and that's why he's like slightly smaller, fair, like much paler of complexion and darker of hair than pretty much everyone else in Rohan. Hmm. That some of his heritage is of the wild men, which also puts him as an outsider in another way. But like, didn't, didn't Rohan like steal? I don't know. Saruman's like, they stole your land. (laughs) Forced you to scrape a living off rocks. I thought when you said Lord of the Rings fandom, I was bracing myself for like, Wormtongue AON shipping. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of it. I don't want that. I'm not here for this. Shippers, because there's always large parts of shipper communities that ship very unhealthy things. Okay, I've done my fair share of unhealthy shipping. Quiet, you. However, 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 this. No, no, I'm not about that life. I mean, the surest way to make sure a fandom ships something is to have two people argue and barely speak. I guess? If, people are, if, if the characters are antagonistic towards each other for no real reason or, like, no good explanation, people will ship them. I guess? They just do. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But it's a thing. Yeah. Like, uh, the trashest ship, ship of all is Kylo and Hux. Um... All they do is okay, antagonize each let, other. Let that, this, this is a conversation for maybe not. That was my... just an example. Oh man, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not gonna bite. Um. Nope. Anyway, I'm like you know, people just you know ship ship the people that antagonize each other. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not here for. I'm not here for warm tongue and Awen. Yeah, neither am I. That's a no TP right there. Right. Meanwhile, you know, we got we got a little squad of four here, some some bro TP and perhaps one OTP. Um, Legolas yes. and Gimli. That's not even a question. Aragorn Legolas. Aragorn Legolas. Bro TP. I've uh, there's some uh, interesting literature uh, on the internet. And you know that again, I may or may not have read. <laughs> Aragorn is the. And Aragorn is the the common denominator here between Legolas and Gandalf, because <laughs> he's all, he's been really f- good friends with Legolas and Gandalf for most of his life. But oh Gandalf and Legolas probably haven't interacted all that much because Thranduil hates everyone, and Gandalf probably doesn't go there very much. Thranduil doesn't hate everyone. He just I don't, I, hates most people. I think he's pretty clear. About he doesn't hate the, his elk. <laughs> he probably like. Calls it a, a pretty girl, pretty boy, and pets him. And... <laughs> Who, who's a, a pretty boy? Who's a good elk? You are. Who's a good reindeer? Who'd I teach to carry ten goblins at a time? <laughs> you did such a good day murder. You did, you did such a good job murdering today. Have a treat. <laughs> Here's a carrot. <laughs> Here's a salt pellet. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're way off off topic. This is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. Why did you let me talk about fanfic? 
I don't know. I'm gonna like entrap myself. Just incriminate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so you should check us out on duelinggenre.com along with a bunch of other podcasts, <laughs> which includes the protagonist podcast, The Doctor's <laughs> Companion, which Cassandra is also one of the hosts of, uh, Geek by Night and Immunities, which are a couple of audio dramas, which are great, and Countdown to Infinity, which I believe is just released their down. Guardians Volume 2 review this week. Counting down very swiftly. It is counting down very two weeks. Mm. Two weeks till till the big event. Hope everyone has a great Tuesday and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about Rick and Seven. Bye!